Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield, the podcast. It is Angels Baseball, it is Todd Fox, and it is also... Howdy, this is Fernando, a.k.a. the Lone Star Halo. It sure is. <laughs> the Texas two-step is back. Fernando's back with Todd Fox's. I have been away for a couple days, a lot of family stuff going on, but uh, we're going to talk some Angels baseball. We're going to talk maybe some Otani, because I think I think that guy is going to come up on a few uh, subjects and comments and yeah. you know conversations as we go along in this podcast. Uh, if you can, though, give us a like and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you may listen to it. Uh, also, if you check out the YouTube page, like and subscribe to that, too. Leave comments. We always respond. And if we're doing anything right, let us know. If we're doing anything wrong, let us know. But with that being said, Fernando, how do you want to start the show off today? What's the first uh, topic on the agenda? Uh, actually, if you don't like our podcast, we're called the All Angels Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> just in case you don't like it. <laughs> Leave all negative reviews over there. I'm just kidding. All angels. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh yeah, so, no, there's there's not much to talk about, brother. I'm <laughs> what well what uh, what do you want to talk about first? The loss, the loss, or a win, and then a loss. Well, you forget something. <laughs> we we are we are chasing something right now. We're chasing something very good right here. We're cha- oh, we're not. I wouldn't say very good, but we're we've gone from first, and there's a possibility that we're chasing Oakland. Oakland's starting to win. We could be last uh, after mm-hmm. being in first place um, for 44 games. So, let me ask you that: Do you think that's possible? Um, I I don't know if we'll be in last, but we'll flirt with it for sure. I mean, any hope of anything this season? Let's just stop. Let's just stop that now. I don't want to hear about this third walk. And if that's the case, if I am wrong, I, I'll i figure out something crazy to do. Maybe it's get a tattoo or something. And here's the thing. I, I don't want anybody, and I'm tired of the people who think that we're just like fair weather fans. Yeah. I don't know if you ever kind of get those comments or you get the people. I mean, I'm mostly the one who interacts on the Twitter. So it's both people just thinking that we're haters. Yeah, pretty much. Todd, would you consider yourself a hater? No, no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And here's the biggest reason that you can tell we're not haters. Because we're here week in, week out. We talk about the same thing. And don't, I'm not even talking about this year. I'm going back to last year when we started the page. It's the same thing. The same conversation. The Angels lose. Here's why they lost. But yeah, yeah. Because if we were, you know, when we were, all you had to do is go back and watch what happens when we were twenty-seven, seventeen. I'm gonna keep bringing that up because that was a milestone for this season. You know, unlike last season, like you said, we had to focus on a lot of negativity because the the losing, the injuries. This season, you you had a taste of what could be. So we were sitting there saying, "Hey, man, how many games are we gonna win?" And even with you you tried to go as negative as you possibly could only to show the honks out there that, Hey, it could happen that we could lose. And you went out there and you said, 
we, we're, we're most likely going to hit a, a struggling spot. We got to be ready to bounce back from that. We're, we're you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to slump a bit, but we're, we'll get going. But that's, you know, it's usual baseball. You were being as fair as you possibly could. And so you were being called a hater back then. It's like, how can he be called a hater? He's being a realist. And, and so I was being the honk. And so we were going back and forth. And then, and then uh, but, but the way it worked out, I think it worked out a little too much because, you know, you hit, you, you, you called it, but it just has continued. So this season, as frustrating last season was, this season is just off the charts for me because the expectations and then the fact that we've just continued to lose, there's been no turnaround at all. And, and, and it seems like the recent uh, way to fix things supposedly is to bring up all these guys who've been DFA'd by other teams. Or, hell, hey, if you were on the team from last year, we're bringing you back. The goose is loose again. You know? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't get it, bro. Here's the thing. So the Angels, over the last nine-ish years, right. uh, no, not even. I, I, I won't give them, like, 2014. Yeah. Like, but like starting in like 2015, mm-hmm. so the last like seven seasons, they've really gotten into this habit of, oh, we'll just pluck this guy and you know out of the bargain bin. This guy was DFA. We'll grab him. We'll trade for this guy for cash considerations. You know what I mean? And that's just kind of been the angel way. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought this offseason was a little different. Silly me. I gave Perry some credit. Right? We all did. Yeah. It's in the episodes. It's there. The <laughs> library is there. If you want to hear Halos in the infield being positive, go back to the first like six episodes, probably the first 12 episodes, because we do about two a week. Yeah. And it was all positive. We were on our knees blowing Artie. We were like, oh, <laughs> Mr. Artie Moreno. Because at the time, Artie, Perry, like it, it was making sense. You know, hey, Artie spent the right money this year. We got the bullpen arms. It's working out. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, like you said, I knew we were going to hit a snag. I mean, what team doesn't? Yeah, exactly. I mean, say what you want about hating the, the Dodgers and the Astros. We hate both of those teams. But the Dodgers hit a snag almost every year in September. Yeah. The Astros never really hit a snag. They kind of always just kind of, you know, lose and then win. But they don't hit these long losing streaks. Yeah, I mean, they, they could kind of, like, bear bear with it if they have problems. Both teams have, you know, the Astros did have a skid there early, but not that bad, like you said. The Dodgers have had a little skid here and there. Their offense isn't that great. It's, it's whether what they do in the postseason is more of the question. I think if we had eight more wild card spots, we could possibly qualify this year. Uh, but for us, man, it's just been um, a downhill spiral that we, this team can't get out of. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's still the whole same and it's not a change of where, well, Hey, you know, they played really good tonight. They just fell short. It's the same. Well, they pitched good, but, uh, you know, they can't score no matter what, you know, like they give up four runs later in the game and they were only down one, nothing, but again, you didn't score. So, um, this team has been so inept. Uh, I haven't looked to see where they are as far as runs produced this year. Because uh, well, they were near the top during the uh, beginning of the season, but in a 162 game season, so many things can happen, and we've seen uh, other teams get out of it. We've seen the Mariners, you know, like they were they were worse than we were. All of a sudden, they they win 14 games before the All Star break, and they look like they're going to make the postseason. And I think they haven't won since. Um, so you have you have all kinds of storylines. Baseball's a funny game. 
but with us, it's just, it, this has been such a disappointment. How can we be anywhere positive when you look at the farm systems, 29th ranked, you know, you bring up Odell, he can't hit, uh, you know, we, we've got four, a guys, you know, like, but we can bring up pitchers then they do good, but we can't hit. The Angels are currently 13th in the American League and have scored 375 runs. Do you that, want to guess who the only other two teams worse than them are? I would have to say Oakland's one, correct? Correct. And two would probably be Texas? Detroit. Detroit. Wow, okay. Texas is actually sixth in the American League. They're at 431. So we're at 375, and they're at 431. Bro, didn't we have number one rank early in the year? Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't tell me that, but I mean, you know, we must have at some, but at least been high up there. Yeah, yeah. Top three, I would definitely say New York is currently leading at like 520. And that's just not fair. Like the next closest teams are 468. So, I mean, they're just way ahead there. Let me guess a lot of those teams that are up there towards the top five or at least top eight, uh, you know, are, are playoff contending teams, correct? Absolutely. Hey, but don't worry. We're still almost top five in home runs because you know what? <laughs> Chicks dig the long ball. They sure do. And you know what? They can't get enough of solo blasts. Yeah. And losing. <laughs> do you notice? Do you notice the correlation there? Losing solo blast. Han Solo losing. Yeah. That's Han a sc- Solo killed by his own son. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like my dad said, he was like, He's like, boy, you know, they score four runs and we respond with a solo home run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how it I'm is. A, let me see. One versus four. Carry the one. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to win. Yeah, it's it's funny because, you know, I put in the message the other day when uh, you guys were like, oh, he had a home run. Otani. I think they lost eight to two. Yeah, and uh, my dad actually said that he's like, boy, we just need six more of those, and we'll be in this game. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They yeah, I've never seen a team not being able to manufacture any runs. Like I, that's just the weirdest thing, bro. Well, especially because they went from such a powerful offense to just absolute dog doo doo. Yeah, no in between. It was you know one hundred to a zero immediately. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Ran out of gas. Somebody cut the gas cords, gas yeah. line. It's just nothing. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, since we're we're talking about just historic ineptitude, if that's even a word, it's just a, I, I don't know. I'm just waking up. Um, Doctor Seuss, Doctor Todd. Yeah, there you go. What What do you? Okay, what do you do moving forward, Fernando? Let me ask you this. Put your GM hat on right now, as it's constructed. You're taking over Perry's job right now. Obviously, this season's lost. What do you do from this moment in this particular se- in this particular season moving forward? Well, here's the thing. I've always been very built from the bottom up. Okay. I don't believe in you know the the trickle down of let's get a bunch of superstars and the talent will kind of bleed down. The superstars will teach the young guys how to play. And that's a legitimate thing that people believe, right? Yep. Oh, don't worry. And it did work, right? We signed Albert Pujols and he mentored all the young cats. That's exactly what happened, right? Oh, yeah, that that happened. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what happened. Just ask Riley Chris. He would agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's his his birthday tomorrow. 
No, it's, it's his birthday today when this comes oh, out. Oh, oh, okay. Got Happy it. Happy birthday, Chris. There you go. There you go. You got your birthday shout out. So, but what I'm saying here is, you know, this whole idea of, well, let's just get all these stars or let's get one or two stars and they'll, you know, mentor the young guys. I don't believe that works. You truly got to build from within. So with that being said, I, I'm not going to say a full rebuild. The Anaheim the Anna Angels will never do a full rebuild. It just won't happen. That's not what ownership wants. Taylor Blake Ward said the exact same thing when he came on. I think all of us realistically know Artie Moreno would never tear it down. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, you got to figure out the pieces that are easy to ship off. Noah Syndergaard, you can get a little bit of a return for that. I understand, you know, today. Actually, today he pitched pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah he's pitched really well, actually. Just no run support. Yeah, well, you know, story of everyone's life, right? Yeah. Just as Patrick Sandoval. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sure there's some bullpen pieces out there, like Kehada can probably get traded. Would you uh, entertain Iglesias? I would entertain Iglesias, but I mean, who wants a guy with what a 4.5 zero ERA right now? Yeah, well, he hasn't had any time to be consistent at all, so I'll, I'll give I'll I'll be the honk right there. I'll give him an excuse. Um, but okay. I heard the other day, too, that the Angels came out a week or, week ago and said, hey, you know what, we're not even thinking about an Otani trade, yet there's sources, sources, quote-unquote, that said, oh, well, if the Angels get major league caliber players in return. But then again, that kind of swipes away the trade because if you're trying to gain players or gain Otani, you're going to try to add him to the stars or players you already have. You can't really give up major league caliber players unless you involve a third team, maybe even a fourth. So I don't see Otani leaving. You know, what do you think about that? I really don't either. But I mean, I'm not going to say that I would 100% okay be open to Otani trades, but here's the difference. If I'm Perry or if I'm, you know, the GM myself, I'm going to field some phone calls. Okay. I'm okay with trading Otani for the right piece. You know, if someone's like, you know, I'll give you Otani for Juan Soto straight up. I'm not making that trade. Yeah. I need I need some pieces that are going to help us for the next two or three years. Here's the thing. If the Angels keep Otani and Otani does not stay, our window's closing next year. Yeah. Next year is your last legitimate chance yeah. for at least a couple of years. Why? Because Trout is starting to regress. I, I hate to say it, but it's probably already started. We've seen him have, what, two of the worst stretches of his career this year at individual times. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's currently batting, like, what, 270? 260. Yeah, and this is Mike Trout, the, the most talented – okay, well, the most consistent baseball player on the planet. I don't want to say the most talented, because let's face it, it doesn't get much more talented than the Shoei Otani. Yeah. But, I – and his strikeouts oh, are way up, you know, way up. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's batting 270 exactly. Yeah, right on the dot. Oh, okay, 270. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, he's and he's doing his day-to-day, I'm out for two weeks, you know, like, uh, again, like he did last year. So with him in the lineup, the Angels haven't been improved. I mean, like you said, I don't think you could put any better. You have basically, if they were to pay Otani, let's just say they re-up him for $400 million. And, and they have him, they have, you know, Rendon, you can't trade. Trout, you can't trade. I mean, that's 
35% at least of your payroll going to three players. And like you said, that is not winning baseball trickling down with just the three stars at top. No, no one of those three uh, wants to be the leader at all or has the shred of leadership qualities. And to me, like in a perfect world, bro, this is just how I feel about it. I would be, I would try to get a King's ransom for Otani. I would try to do the same thing for Trout. I would try, I would throw in Rendon if I could, if he was eligible to be traded and, and just start over, man, start the freak over. And you said it there already doesn't want to do it. The organizations come out and said they don't want to do it, but I would like a very hard reset and keep all them pitching prospects you possibly can together and, and just rebuild the goddamn lineup, dude. Just and offer free agency opportunity to come in here and be like, hey, you want to be the leader on this team? This is your team. Take the freaking take it by the balls and run with it. You know what I mean? So so let me get this straight. You want to trade Trout and Otani. I would yes, because Ooh, to well. me, look, look, I look. <laughs> I'm going to get hate for that, but I love. Trout. Absolutely. I'm over. We're already getting unsubscribers. <laughs> Look, I love trout, but dude, again, it's, I don't see us winning anything with him. And, and for me, I, I love trout as a player. If he went to the Phillies, win a world series, go for it. Have fun. Go somewhere else, except LA. And you're fine with me. I don't yeah. care where the hell you go. Yeah. Anybody, but the Dodgers and I'd even say the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like, know, I hate the Red Sox, but I, I can live with that. I can live with him winning with the Red Sox. Yeah, I, I couldn't. For me, I could even live with him winning one with the Yankees. I just, I really? just, don't, yeah, I just don't want him anywhere close to the Dodgers. I don't want Otani there. If Otani wants to win in San Diego, fine. So be it. In yeah, but if Otani wins with San Diego, I mean, sure. I mean, my dad's a big Padre fan. I have friends that are Padre fans. I mean, yeah, I, I would probably still get an Otani Padres jersey. I would too. I, I mean, hey, you know what I mean. I'm from I'm, I'm from San Diego. He would live there for twenty years. He would look sick in that uh, the the pinstripe road one. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, he would. I, look, he would still look weird though in like the the new Mexican <laughs> Bay City Connect jerseys that would. Or the military one. <laughs> yeah, here comes you know a flat out Japanese man wearing. But would you imagine the media coverage that the Padres would get with Darvish and Otani on that same team? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. that'd yeah. be big time for the Padres for sure. It would be. Um, and you know what? And and real quick, uh, Vince, uh, he messaged me today. He was telling me about uh, the, he was watching Channel 4, and Channel 4 was saying, what's wrong with the Angels? And they were like, yeah, if they lose Otani, they're going to lose their fan base. They're going to lose everything. I think we'll lose a good majority of the bandwagoners, but we'll still have the hardcores that are there because there's a lot of fans like me and you that root for the name on the front, not the back. There we go. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I feel you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Otani. Mm -hmm. I will cheer for Otani almost anywhere he goes. Yep, yep. With the exception of LA, I would still cheer for him. I wouldn't want him to win a ring with the Yankees, but I would still cheer for him. Yeah. And honestly, even as a Yankee, I, I wouldn't hate him. Yeah. I, or as a dogger, sorry, I wouldn't hate him. I agree. I, I mean, I mean, it's just one of those things where you know, uh, you hate to see your guys leave. You hate to see Absolutely. something that could have been. You know, we we've watched uh, unfortunately Angels baseball players end their careers other places. We've even seen guys in their prime leave, Napoli, and 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 doing things other places, Lackey. 
uh, Frankie Rodriguez. The list can go on. But, you know, this game's a business in the, in the same sense. And, you know, for us to get better, you know, again, it sounds sacrilegious. Oh, trade Trout, trade Otani. It's not what we'd want to do. I mean, best case scenario, as fans, we love these guys. We, you know, and I still do too. But the problem is, man, if it's hindering us losing, I'd rather know that we're rebuilding for something better or having a better chance or to, like you've said in the past, let's, you know, if, if this window's got to close, let's work on reopening one, you know, and getting better to one. And I think that with the organization the way it is, it needs help. Okay, so, I mean, let's say, here's what's going to happen. The Angels will not trade Otani. Mm-hmm. Should they? Sure, that's a conversation we're having now. And we both agree realistically it's time not because we want it that's the last thing either of us want i would love to see otani in an angels jersey for the rest of his career mm-hmm. but as was said last week by a swilly i don't know if you heard the episode yes i know you've been really busy um she had said this organization will never win a world series with trout otani and rendon on the roster and i could not agree more it is absolutely true and the reason for that is because you don't have any middle guys. You know, you need consistent guys to get on base. You cannot win with one guy or even two guys producing all of your runs. And that's what it has been. I'm tired of this excuse of, well, this Angels team is better with Rendon on the field. Are they? Are they? Is their record with Rendon on the field a little bit better? Sure, maybe. But we're talking about what, a hundred games? <clears throat> yeah, there's not much of a sample size. Yeah, Rendon's played as many games in three seasons as Pujols played in his first season yeah. as an Angel. <clears throat> so I hate this BS. Rendon is Pujols 2.0, and I hate to talk. I hate to you know call out somebody who you know is mildly involved with us, but I know VT does it all the time, and I'm just like, bro. Pujols is not Rendon. I will 100% agree that Pujols underperformed almost his entire contract here. Complete waste of money. Mm-hmm. But Pujols was on the field. Yeah. I can't. I don't think Pujols missed more than, like, what, 50 games here? I could think of, I think it was 19 when he got shut down a little early. Yeah. I'm- was it, like, a knee surgery or something? It was something like that, or or a, no, it was a it, foot uh, surgery. The, the foot surgery is a plantar fasciitis. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but 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 yeah, I, I feel you. He he had a couple good seasons there early on, you know, like like really good seasons where it was kind of shades of St. Louis. It wasn't St. Yeah. Louis baseball, but but it was. You it could was live there. with it. Yeah, you could live with it, and you were like, okay, it's he's kind of justifying the contract. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we haven't even seen that yet from Rendon. Um, and, and, and this was supposed to be the revenge year and that didn't happen. So are we going to, we're looking at year four and then, uh, again, you're, you're looking, it's, there's so much in flux. Like you're saying, you know, Trout's starting to regress and a lot of angel fans are like, no, he, he's not regressing. He's not regressing, but you can't argue that this is a third year in a row that he's had significant injuries or that, uh, his production's gone down and at first you're like, well, he was hitting before he got hurt as far as like home runs and stuff. But again, he was Han Solo. Nobody's on base. And it feels to me with these three superstars on the team, it's sort of like the Lakers. Uh, when, when they Because basketball is different, obviously. You can win with a couple of players. But yeah. when you had Kobe and Shaq on the floor, 
I'd say about 70 to 80% of the game, the other players stand, stood around and waited for them to do something. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like, even though baseball is a totally different game, it seems like our team, especially the bottom of the order, just sits around and is like, well, we don't really have to produce. You know, we got a really good start of the lineup with, uh, you know, uh, Ward, Rendon, Otani, Trout, and Walsh. And then take Walsh's name out of there right now. Oh my God. That guy, him and <laughs> Marsh, my God, have they sucked this year? Yeah. Uh, just historic strikeouts, bro. It, it's, it's just. See, it's okay. It's okay. Our hitting coaches will work on it. <laughs> like, bro, I love Goopy. He's the most optimistic guy out there. I love him. I mean, and I know he's frustrated, but I, I really, really wanted to be like, oh, BS. When, when he was, when he was saying, oh, you know, I, I watch these guys. I'm there four hours before the game, and they're working hard with the instructors. I'm like, bro, if that were the case, we would have seen some results by now. Yeah, at least from. On some ends, right? Yeah. We're not seeing anything, really. Yep. The same thing, the same song and dance. You know, they'll win a game, they'll lose six. They'll win a game, they'll lose six. Oh, Tony started. Oh, he had a good start. Well, we won two games this week. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I'm tired of sitting around and being like, oh, hey, oh, well, this series is coming up. And, oh, but well, we have a chance. Guys, the season is over. Throw a fork in. Yeah, we we need to come up with uh, a plan. Yeah, shout shout out. Well, yeah, we need to come up with a plan. But shout out to Randy though. He needs to uh, come up with a uh, a graphic of you know the angel logo with a fork in it. Because I mean that's it's over, man. It's been it's been over. I mean, god damn, uh, it, it's it's so frustrating, man. Um, that the fact that this team can can just flatline and, and we, we can see it uh, i had someone message me too that uh hector he came out there and he said you remember when we played the softball game and we were losing big time to the other team he said what do we do we started st- we stopped trying to swing for the fences we choked up and we went for hits he goes how hard is that you know <laughs> well clearly hard man they wouldn't be doing it exactly I mean, and what are we supposed to as fans do now, right? I mean, we're getting frowned upon for, you know, we've had we've had a couple people, you know, be like, oh, well, you know, the the, the paper bags are a little drastic, aren't they? You know, perhaps in the grand scheme of things, maybe. I mean, you know, Randy's a Jets fan, doesn't get more much more paper bag than that. <laughs> and I mean, Randy's, uh, you know, hey, I'll give their credit, uh, some credit to their quarterback, though. Talk about a perro, talk about <laughs> a pure dog, man. <laughs> That's what we need right now in our locker room. We absolutely, bro. I mean, they, who is the leader on our team? Do we have one again or no? I don't think there's anybody who's sleeping with their best friend's mom <laughs> <laughs> or their mom's best friend. So I don't think we have that. <laughs> and here's the thing, you know, jokes aside, jokes aside, you know, like last season, what were we doing? You were thinking of things that the team should do to spark up something, right? Yeah. Like last year we were getting frustrated because we kept getting to 500 and then we, you know, fell out 500 and then we fell out. Actually, I was looking at uh, some posts from the, um, it was on my Snapchat from the um, tailgate last year. The tailgate last year was in, was it in August or September? August. 
And we were talking about last year about, oh, don't worry, we're going to get to 500 again. We've done it like whatever, 20-something times. Whatever it had been at that point. Think about how much farther behind we are right now than we were last year. And arguably, we have a more talented team right now than we did last year. I get it. Injuries, blah, 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 blah. The bullpen this year is way better than it was last year. And it's not even close. Yep. Yeah, that I think that's the thing that just – it blows you away. Like, it, it felt like – if you were to look at last year, I mean, it was 36 times we went from 500 and back or 500 and up. And, you know, at the end, they kind of like ran out of steam in September. Uh, but you could be okay with that because you had an excuse. You know, the pitching wasn't that good, but you had a bunch. Like there, like you said, the talent wasn't there hitting. You know, we had no Trout. We just had Otani. Uh, no Rendon. Uh, uh, I don't even think we had Upton. We just had a bunch of guys at the end that were just whatever and just call-ups and the team tried and they scored runs and, and and you know so so we were in games so it wasn't that bad this year just the last couple months you're just like can we just forfeit already like like because i'm to be honest i'm tired of seeing it you know like tonight's game i mean was a carbon copy of like about the last three months is you have a good pitching performance you maybe give up one run you're facing zach grinky who's four years over the hill and freaking he looks like he did when he was 29 dominating you with Kansas City and yeah. and and you and you and they they add on runs late and then you lose by a touchdown you don't Absolutely. even muster a run it's sad because so it was like the fifth sixth inning I was watching the game uh-huh. and then I had to go do some stuff you know clean clean up around the house before we started recording so I turned the game off for five ten minutes and all of a sudden I get a tweet and it's from I don't know Sam Blum. And it was like the Angels are currently losing seven to zero, and I'm like, what? <laughs> it's been like 15 minutes, yeah. And it's crazy how quickly like it, it just turns around on us, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of going to you know take a shit and take a shower, and coming back and oh, next thing you know, we're getting our cheeks clapped, and I'm like, dude, it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. How? Why is it always such a steep drop off the cliff for us? Yeah, I mean the game gets pushed. I mean we've uh, we've seen it do that. I mean they like you said we'll be right there, and then it just it gets you know they'll make an error or two, something weird will happen. Adele will drop a ball. Uh, there's just all kinds of stuff that happens. Um, we're not even doing the consistent things that we were doing earlier in the year or last year. Like Suzuki's not even throwing the ball in the center field anymore. Uh, that that was a staple of his. Uh, <sighs> And then we keep trotting. No matter who we bring up, an infielder, a prospect, we we sign a guy. It's like now nah, we're gonna put Squid back in the lineup. What the fuck, dude? Squid. Like, Let's bring in Squid. It's. A, I thought I thought Nevin was given the okay to take him out. And to be honest with you, I unfortunately called that VR thing when I went off on the rant the other day in the post game last week. I'm like, watch, dude. VR hit his first home run. Now we're gonna DFA him. And that's what we did. And so how <laughs> the fuck can you hold on? Like, I'd rather see VR go out there and struggle and, and, and then freaking Squid, who doesn't even look like he tries half the time. Like, the hit he got the other day was on accident. I'm, I'm mad that you didn't give VR the uh, the nacho night that night. I know. No, that's the. I think we've come up with a new award, and that's a who gives a fuck award. That's when you hit a solo blast when you lose like eight to one, seven to two, something like. It it should be. It should be the solo, the Han Solo award, Han Solo of the game. (laughs) There you go. We can just edit, you know, their face on a Han Solo's body. 
Dude, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Today's Han Solo of the game. <laughs> the useless Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this team is terrible, bro. I mean, yeah, you know how like they're like you watch like a basketball game or something. They're like, oh, today's you know mobile one dunk of the game or whatever. Like, oh, today's Sprite three pointer of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, today's uh, Han Solo sponsored by <laughs> Lucasfilm is Mike Trout. Mike Trout, you won it for the fifteenth day in a row. Good job, <laughs> Brandon Mars two two Pete. Yeah. No, at the end it should have like Artie Moreno's face, but with like the what is it called the 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 black hoodie? I know uh, Steve Lewis is gonna kill me for not knowing that that dude's name. He's the uh, the for for the the dark side. He could be like excellent. Serious? <laughs> I don't know who's the one that wears the 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 pale white face, and he uh he's always All the wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, and he talks to uh what is it called? Uh, Darth Vader. There you go. See, yeah, yeah, Darth Sidious. Oh, there you go, Dark Sidious. See, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of like things that like I like that are quote unquote nerdy, but okay. I mean, I guess Star Wars is a thing. Like, I've I've never watched the Harry Potter movie. I've never watched Lord of the Rings. I hate Marvel. I hate DC. I don't like superhero <laughs> movies. So, or literally the only and honestly, like, I like Star Wars because my dad loves it. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad watches the movies every time they come on Spike TV, which is like every other hour. <laughs> you know, oh well this one's over time to go to the next one i'm like how do you guys watch like 50 you know you guys watching everything on like spike all the time i don't know how they do it nothing yeah, but star wars all the time he's like i really wish i could watch some star wars and you just put on spike ah oh, there it is three in the morning <laughs> yeah exactly but they do it like oh 3 p.m there it is you know? yeah. well, i would I, understand at three in the morning but no i'm like that too though like i i um i'm not a lord of the rings guy i'm not a harry potter guy um definitely not a star trek guy but i do like star wars and i i like a little bit of marvel but i've been i've been really uh, and batman only for that's it like like it's like batman spider-man and a little bit of uh marvel but they've been doing too many goddamn movies so it's kind of like burnt me out towards superhero movies yeah i think i don't like superhero movies yeah, they make too many of them, and uh, there's only so many times you can save the world, in my opinion. Um, but and just hey, Fast and the Furious is still going strong. <laughs> oh yeah, they've like, saved the world multiple times. My my favorite is them. Uh, Wasn't that that one movie where they're jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper in the cars? I'm like, okay, that's that's a little much, you know? Or they're yeah. on the anyway. And, yeah, and no, I just started rewatching all the movies on the airplanes because you know I'm on airplanes so much. So yeah. I think I'm up to like movie four of the rewatch. So yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's your movie update. Normally we keep it strictly baseball, but as of right now, what what are we here talking about, guys? I mean, I mean, do you, would you rather talk like for me? Uh, not Lord of the Rings. What's the other one? Um, uh, God, Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones, and I'm I'm waiting for that reboot to start. Never seen I, it. I rather t- well check it out. That's a it's a good series. It's like if you like role playing games, it's like a real life role playing game. But anyway. Um, I don't. I just have normal sex. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you mean dress like a cop? <laughs> I don't know. In today's political climate, that might not be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I, I'm afraid that if we do role play, like we'll both want to be like the pizza person. It's just not. <laughs> no, I'm delivering. No, no, I'm delivering. No, no, no. You delivered last time. <laughs> Do you want extra sauce for those wings? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> uh, that was a that was a little too forceful. Talk a little too good at this. 
Todd's a little too, yeah. Todd's a little, I don't want to know. This is what happens, bro, when we can't generate walks. We can't get singles or doubles. We start talking about role-playing. Angels, <laughs> I need you to win. I, I you know, I, I love Todd like a brother, but I'm not interested in his sex life. <laughs> this is my plead. Perry, you know what? Forget tearing it down. We need to build it up. Yes. We need it. We need to get there. So <laughs> trade everything possible because we need to contend. Because I can't handle Todd talking about sex again. <laughs> yes, we're good. Uh, next week's show, we're going to get into all the our past role-playing situations. Yeah, please, for the love of God. <laughs> for the love of God, no. The question of the day is, do you indulge in candle play or no candles? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're not even going to ask baseball questions anymore. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm telling you, like, when I go to – I think I'm going to go to – I've been on strike lately. I've been offered tickets and stuff, or or I even had the Dodger ticket and didn't go, which I'm, I'm thankful I didn't go com- compared to how they played. Yeah, you've been on strike so much lately. I thought you were like a a, a bagger at a grocery store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there are yearly uh, like the grocery store people <laughs> yearly strikes. Yeah. Um, I I need to bring a paper bag next time I go, man. I don't know about you, but uh, I need to go with the bags paper. are free here. Yeah, see. 10 cents here man hey, i'd rather pay 10 cents for a bag that doesn't rip on the way to the car though <laughs> that was the thing like you know you forget about like how cheap and flimsy the free bags are you know i'm honestly like i'd rather just pay the 10 cents for a bag that i can use for the next like six years for things around the house does that go for plastic bags over there too do those rip over there too Inte- that's what i'm talking about oh, the those plastic bag. oh okay i thought you were talking about the paper bags too i was like damn that's pretty cheap yeah, and anyone in California who complains, New Jersey, you have like so they don't do plastic bags there either. But like they don't do plastic bags there at all. Oh. Like there's no ten cents there. You have to buy a reusable bag there if you're gonna get a bag. That is oh. it. You have to buy the reusable bag. And they're like, you know, fifty cents to a dollar. Damn. So, yeah. I thought we were bad here because that was the excuse. It's like, oh, we're only going to do this for a little while. Now it's like customary. Every time I, I go to the grocery store, I'm like, so when are you guys ending this 10 cent bag thing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> before it's like, it's just temporary. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I worked at Petco at the time as a dog trainer and I had to like do cashier mm-hmm. every, you know, every so often. So yeah, I remember when the, like the whole, the, the rollout came out like, oh yeah, we're only using these bags now. Let me ask you this, bro. <laughs> Real quick question since we're talking bags. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's just say, you know, when the Mets came in, they took over that whole trout section, trout farm yep. area. Yep. Um, what if we invoked our powers here at Halos in the infield and we had all our fans or most of our fans come over there with just, you know, white shirts and paper bags, you know, like, like the – heating network or whatever or even if they didn't even if they just came with all paper bags in that section you want to know what would be even better what happened you wait until the king himself not john stamos the secondary (laughs) king roger lodge is gonna host a halo poop night i don't know what they call these (laughs) (laughs) and you you wait for that okay Okay. You get as many people to go to that 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 game, even if it's like fifty to a hundred, somewhere in that zone. You go up there. You sit in the nosebleeds next to him in the in the eight hundred section where I used to sit in my blimp, <laughs> and you all wear paper bags next to Roger Lodge Halo Hawk section. Now that 
is how you send a message because they're going to get on the screen. Oh, that's um, true. You can go up and talk to Roger with your bag and he wouldn't know it's you. <laughs> hey, Roger. We all start talking to him like that. <laughs> What's up, Roger? It's me, Roger. Hey, Roger. It's Roger. <laughs> hey, Roger. <laughs> we have one guy dressed up as Mr. Roger. She's like, I'm just Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, w- I want to do that because I would feel like if we came with so many paper bags, I think the ushers would try to usher us out man i mean i don't i don't know if they'd let us stay there that long you know i i, I think they would have a problem with that uh or we could do a we could do a ride your bike to to anaheim stadium night you know ride down Catella. i'm with rhett bollinger you can't kick me out yeah i mean this this i don't know bro um i don't know how else you can send a message man um i like that blind date idea it's just getting enough people to go in and do it because our fan base for whatever reason i mean if the dodgers were in the state they'd do it uh any other team you see that would do it our fan base for some reason thinks it's sacrilegious to boo this team uh yeah well and here's the thing because all the fair weather fans the bandwagon fans are off the bandwagon already yep so right now it's just all the hardcore fans so you get the people who a just think it's unnecessary who think that you know oh well we're you know we're, we're not that bad right we're the angels you know we have a storied past which to that i say do we really yeah we have one world series we've made well nine divisions Something eight like that. yeah it's between eight and it's not double digits yet so it's like eight or nine but you know okay you know gene autry was a great owner you know he was a great person everybody seemed to like him mm-hmm. but was he a winner it was a lot it, harder for him but he did have a few winning seasons but not really i'm looking up the division title thing yeah i mean what they didn't win till the 80s their first division title well so the way, they have nine i think that's know, what i said <clears throat> they had uh, 79 82 and 86 with autry so you had you had three years out of the whole time, but that's in a time period where the league didn't have wild cards. Yeah. You had one, uh, I think, nine teams in one division or something like that, eight teams in one division. So it was a lot harder. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just – it's to see where the team has gone culture-wise um, – it's 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 you can't just some some people can say new york you know when they had their ownership before cohen's oh fire them ownership oh ownership would sell or this this and that and you're kind of going overboard but with the angels it's it's there's so many things that we've talked about that's been off the field that have been sketchy you know and, and then the, the the tragedies that have happened um the way this team is run the way they're financed the way they they're cheap uh the way that they're just they're looked at by other organizations as not being a top-notch organization. Like you said, our fans hold this team to a real high standard after only having one world series. Like, like you said, and only nine titles in how many years of existence now over 60. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe we just have an unrealistic expectation for this team. And I think the biggest reason for that. Obviously, the success we had in the beginning of the Artie Moreno era. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily accredit him with everything. 
Yeah. You know, the difference was back then, I feel like he was making, they're at least letting baseball people make those decisions. Yeah. There was some good baseball moves being made. And then around 2012, something shifted. Mm-hmm. It went to, let's just get these big names. We got Pujols, you know, then we got Hamilton, CJ Wilson. There was these big moves being made, you know, and even the Jared Weaver move was a big move. Granted, that one more or less paid off. You know, it wasn't the last two years, Jared Weaver wasn't the same pitcher, but I could live with that. Mm-hmm. I can live with the last two years not being that great. That's fine. That happens. What I can live with is Anthony Rendon underperforming for his first three years of his contract. This is his prime, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be roughly 33 at the start of the next season. You know what happens when you turn 33, Todd? You start going backwards. You really, really start going backwards. Mm-hmm. The, it seems like the generic prime for a male, especially a healthy male, is between 27 to 28 and like, you know, 32. Somewhere in that range, 32, and then around 33, it really starts to go down. And you start to decline pretty quickly after that. That's when you really need to start taking your vitamins because, you know, no offense to you, I'm sure you're now at the age where, you know, you're having to take a lot of vitamins that you didn't have to take before, right? Because your body doesn't produce the same way it did when you were 20 years old. And that's nothing against your body. That's just how it is. Yeah, things hurt more. Exactly. Yeah, you, know, you wake up more sore every day. I mean, I feel more sore today than I did when I was 18. Yeah. That's just how it is. That's naturally, that's what's naturally happening. And we're already at this stage with Anthony Rendon where we're begging him for 100 games. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. I mean, <clears throat> this is supposed to be a guy where like fringe MVP type skill. Yep. And, and Absolutely. we're just we're just looking for him to hit 20 homers and 60 RBIs right now. Yeah, right. I'm looking for him to give me more games than Velasquez. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody. I mean, I would love for Rally Chris to have more games than Velasquez at this point. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, Randy. yeah, exactly. But I'm t- uh, but getting back to where this team is, and you know, you remember how they always show the highlight of Mike Trout and saying, you know, all these teams passed on him, and the Angels got him in the first round, and what a great move, and and what a great find. You can go back season before the seasons before that, seasons after that, and mainly seasons after that. Like for all the praise that this organization gets for finding Trout. And realizing that talent, you know, they didn't really do that with Otani because he was already an established player. They just got him to come here. But how many guys, and this is a reason why our our farm system is ranked 29th, how many guys have we just overlooked and we've seen go to Toronto, we've seen go to Baltimore, other teams that like have who have had better records than us and we're drafting higher than they are, and they're just getting stud player after stud player. Because they do their homework and they have the correct scouts and the guys that they're looking for that fit their organization. And we just ha- we don't have a way of doing things and we don't have the right scouts. And it's really frustrating to see the Brewers and all these other teams that can continually win. The Cardinals just draft good player after good player. And you're like, man, where did this guy come from? Oh, he came from their farm system. And it's like, well, I'm waiting for our guy to come through the farm system like another Mike Trout or another player like that. We're not seeing that. And I see it with every other team. And so when you're talking about the Angels trying to make these big splashes like they did to try to keep up with the Dodgers, and they're maybe doing it on a major league level, but that can only last so long. Your farm system's getting depleted. 
Yeah, I mean, how many times have I said that we're just in a different era of baseball? You can't buy rings anymore. You can't just buy free agents. You need to truly grow from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. And it's been noted multiple times. The Angels do not take care of their minor leaguers compared to other organizations. Mm -hmm. You know, they meet the bare minimum now. We need to offer two twin beds in a small room. Great. That is what we're doing. The Angels were one of the last teams to provide two meals a day for minor leaguers. <laughs> two meals. There's public schools that provide two meals a day off of government assistance. And so what I'm saying here is how come, you know, there's other kids here who, you know, get free meals from the government. And that's not a, you know, a political party thing. I just always have really have it has been, yep. you know, for the last 15, 20 years. Yet minor leaguers in the Angels organization didn't start getting two meals till like what last year because Kieran Lovegrove decided to say something, and you still got people like Rob Manfred, and you still got people who follow our page, one of which you're close with and you go to games with all the time. And because I know him, because I respect him, I will not put him on blast. But there is a lot of people who are like, oh well, who cares, right? <laughs> you know, hey, it, the opportunity. Well, guess what? When you lose your job, whoever you are, up and down, you know, the followers list or up and down people who just casually pass our page who, you know, just think, hey, it's all about the opportunity. I'll make sure to remind you when you're scrounging to pay your bills. Hey, you had an opportunity. (laughs) Why? Because a lot of these kids come out of high school. A lot of these kids maybe don't finish their college education, which may or may not be intelligent. But obviously, for a lot of these guys, it doesn't pan out. And now they're stuck in a situation where. They did not accomplish their their goals. They did not make a livable wage. They don't have job experience, and now they're 24 or 25 years old. What are they going to do? They just finished high school. And here's the thing. You don't need to go to college to be successful. I'm happy with where I am in my life. I decided not to go to college. I had my dream job. I did all that stuff already. Now I'm, you know, pursuing, a, you know, I have my family and all that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying there is, you know, I'm 27 years old. I got to accomplish my dream job. I bought my first house. I did all this stuff, but I started off early. Could you imagine like being 27 years old? You know, you got drafted out of high school. You stuck with an organization. Now you got DFA at about two or three times. And you're like, you know what? You know, it's time for me and my wife to settle down and have kids. I'm going to retire from baseball. Oh, I have no job experience. All I have is a high school diploma. They're not going to hire me. I'm 27, have no job experience. You know, the other people who are my age went to college. The other people my age have worked at whatever, Wendy's for eight years. The Mm -hmm. point is they have job experience you don't. Mm -hmm. That's just my whole way of saying that this organization does not take care of their players. If you take care of your players and you give them an excuse to have clean clothes, have food, they're going to produce for you on the field. Look at the Dodgers. I hate that organization. But you know what? They're a winning organization. Maybe not in terms of World Series rings lately, but they make the playoffs every year. You mean to tell me that you wouldn't kill right now to make the playoffs every year, Todd, and lose? Uh, I would love it. I mean, <clears throat> again, I could see where the Dodger fans are cocky, and and that's the the, the thing I'm jealous of too. I mean, they know that okay, we can have a a, a pretty shitty uh, April or May. We know we're gonna make the postseason, you know, and that's what happens. They make the postseason, and and you know, like you said. 
you can go to football too and you can look at that the best teams that consistently win even with a salary cap era are the ones with the best facilities the ones that train their players the best the ones that have the best regimens the best workout areas everything same thing with baseball like you said st louis not the most desired city in the world but they have a tradition they have the best facilities they have a best coaches staff they treat their ball players great the minor league system just like you're saying they do a good job those teams are the ones like you said giving motivation to the players and to to, to play better and the players want to play better to help themselves too it's a give and take and if you have the proper give and take within an organization you're going to reach heights that you would not not normally do i mean look at like you said the dodgers again we'll use them as an excuse great facility great owners great gms um they have they treat their international players good uh their scouting development's great uh you really can't knock i mean we can hate them all we want which i do and which you do and they're fans mostly but when it comes down to it your inner angel fandom has to be a little jealous yeah, I don't even know if I if I'm like if I'm really digging deep in there. I don't think I hate the Dodgers as much as I hate their fans. Mm-hmm. Like if the Dodgers like fans were just you know casual fans like Brewers fans, mm-hmm. and they played like in a different division, they were just called the Dodgers. I don't think I'd care. I'd be like whatever. It, it, it's their fans that I hate. And like the thing is, there's a lot of players on the Dodgers I actually kind of like. I pull for a guy like Clayton Kershaw. I mean, did you see that video of him with the little boy who like started crying because? He got to meet Clayton Kershaw and his grandfather didn't get to meet him. And his dream was to meet Clayton Kershaw and Kershaw like got up and like hugged him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not a Kershaw fan, so I wouldn't like that, but I do like Trey Turner and there's a few other players on that team that I consider Turner a national. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they were to put on the red, I would, I would like a lot of, a lot of angel fans wouldn't want to see that, but there's a few, there's a few players over there that they've put on our jerseys. I would be like, okay, all right. I accept it. I'm trying to win. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly over the point of I hate you or I don't. I'm, I'm trying to win. I am so over losing. Yeah. And that's the thing. Don't think that we like this team losing. Cause I mean, you know, I, I feel like people assume like, Oh, well they like losing. Don't get me wrong. When we lose, you know, people tune in to hear Todd rant. People love when Todd gets angry. That's why people listen <laughs> to the post game. But yeah. you know, we like covering winning teams. We like this team. There's a reason why we cover this team for no money. We do it because, A, you guys give us an opportunity to talk about this team. You give us a voice to talk about this team. Most of you guys seem to like our takes. You you know, you think we're funny, whatever it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have to cover the team unbiased. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat stuff. I mean – whether the team was giving us free stuff or not, you know, whether they give us access to the field or not, mm-hmm. you know, we would be here. Yeah, it, it, it's sort covering of like, the team the same way. Yeah. It's, it's sort of the same thing. Like, like we're very passionate when they lose and we just haven't had the opportunity or at least that many opportunities to be passionate when they win, yep. you know? So, so like imagine how sweet it would be for them to actually be in contention in September or to to make a postseason, even if it was just to get into the first round. Uh, But we just have not had that in so long. And so I believe that when it does happen, if it's next year, the year after, or whatever, I think this fan base is going to hit a high that it hasn't hit in so long because by that time, it could be a decade. 
Yeah. And uh, at this point, it might be if real changes are not made, you know, and it really is going to start with Artie. It's going to start with the gut check. I mean, all I ever hear from people in the front office, and let me make that very clear, because I hear completely different things from, you know, other sources that are directly involved, but Mm -hmm. All we ever hear from the front office and Roger Lodge is nobody wants to win more than Artie Moreno. <laughs> That's all we ever hear. Nobody wants to win more than Artie Moreno. Artie proved it. Yeah. Trade Otani because at that point, I know that you want to win. Assuming it's a good trade. I mean, knowing us, we'll trade Otani for Tyler Wade. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, speaking when I said Tyler Wade, it, it jolted something. So you think Andrew Velasquez has played too many games this year, right? Yeah. You think he's gotten way too many opportunities as an angel? Too many, dude. Guess how many games he's played. G- give me a rough ballpark as to how many you think he's played in. Uh, I would say 50. He's played in 83 games. Oh, shit. That's more than I thought. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. Now answer this question. Has Anthony Rendon ever played 80 games as an angel i would have to say no he has not yeah the most he's ever played was 58 wow so he is not even close he's only played a combined 155 games Mm. if velasquez stays an angel through the end of the year he'll get close to the 155 number he'll be like the one what like 130 yeah because even even when he's not starting for some reason nevin yeah. and adam were like hey let's bring him in late in the game exactly and that counts that counts yes. I mean, that's more of a game than brendon's playing in right now it's like it's like oh, well i'm not tired of the other 10 guys striking out let's bring in velasquez yeah exactly we haven't had enough yet let's make it worse that's the other thing bro i mean i thought the bat was supposed to touch the ball at some point i mean this team is just how many? I I'd like to see how many times we've struck out multi, uh, uh, double digits this year. I mean, it's got to be a lot. Yeah, you get these guys an or. I'm not even kidding, man. Forget a baseball bat. They need an or. They they need to start playing cricket at this point. That's what I was thinking, and I think they would. I think Squid would still strike out. No, do you know what? Squid would be like a cricket god. <laughs> you think so? He would like bat. He would like an or flip. Oh, okay. Because you can't call it a bat flip. He would stare into I don't I don't think they have dugouts. He would stare into the grassy area where the players are sitting in a circle and go <laughs> point at them, flip the oar, and then he would run over and knock down the little poles or whatever. I don't I, I play cricket like twice. I still don't know how that game works, dude. I just know they pitch like softball a little bit, right? All right. So for anybody, so you go ahead and describe what how you think you play cricket. Just, uh <laughs> I think there's that thing where there's a stick, right? Where you, it's like a strike if it hits, if the ball hits it, right? If you don't swing. Uh, yeah, I think it's that, or if you hit it like on the way back. Oh, okay. And then, like when you're swinging, like I don't think you can knock it down. If you do, I think it's gonna out. And then, I, and then from there, I don't know. From there, from there, I don't know. I just know you hit the ball. That's it. I think you like, yeah, you hit the ball, and I think then you have to like run into like a circle or something, and then like run back. I, I think it's something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe I need to watch cricket. Maybe that's our thing. 
Maybe this offseason we'll cover a cricket match. I know I know they don't call it games. Why don't we do the first Halos of the Infield cricket game? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now you're on to something. Yeah, right. Sponsored oh. by whatever. We'll still have ta- we'll still have tacos for cricket. <laughs> Doesn't get much more Southern California than that. Inclusion of cultures. Exactly. We'll throw some bocce in for the kids on the side. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I don't know how else we can represent some of the other races. <laughs> there'll be there'll be a cookout, and then we'll play water balloons. There, <laughs> there you go. Water balloons with popsicles. Water balloons, and then we'll do the uh, egg toss. Uh, there you go. What is it called? The sack race. Yeah, the sack race. <laughs> Not that kind, though. Yeah, just anything but uh, actual baseball. Yeah, right. No baseball. No, we we need to cleanse our lives of baseball this offseason. We do, we do. And then we'll have, and then to end it, we'll exercise the monkey. We'll put him down. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down. Is that more role playing? No, <laughs> no. You're the one who's in a, into bondage. <laughs> That's just what I hear. That's the word on the road. No, I mean like we have to like tie the monkey down to a chair, and then we have to. Uh, um, you know, I don't know, say prayers and like throw holy water and a bunch of crazy shit. The the monkey's not gonna have his head spin around just projectile everywhere, or, you know. <laughs> maybe it'll be like it'll be like a Dodger blue. <laughs> or maybe it'll be like a like a Pittsburgh Pirates black. Something. Yeah, it's gonna... that's why we suck so bad because like we so already maybe shook hands with like the pirates owner and they like switched talent. The only difference is the pirates didn't turn good. Yeah. Yeah. Because already's that bad of luck. I wouldn't doubt it, bro. I would not doubt it. Artie's like, I feel weird. Maybe it was the wiener schnitzel. <laughs> it was the Del Tacos. <laughs> you think Artie's a fast food guy? Uh, I think so. I think he's fast food during the day and very bougie wine and winery type dude in the evening. Yeah. I feel like he's probably like a really like, like bad kind of fast food guy. Like I'm sure like you heard about like what like Trump's diet was with like the, like the was a pizza hut and he would like take off the toppings and just eat like the cheese and like the toppings. Yeah. I yeah. Know that's like, that's like the kind of cat Artie is like, he's like that kind of guy. I, I believe so because I don't know if you remember Trump too. They had he had the uh, Coke machine installed in the White House. Are you just like no? I didn't know that. Yeah, he had, <laughs> he's whenever he diet wanted, Coke though, right? Diet. Yeah, it was diet. You could like fill up his cup whenever he wanted to. <laughs> sort of like a water thing, but it was a Coke thing. Yeah, there you go. That that sounds on brand for sure. I mean, that just sounds American. Yeah, America. That's, yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, so. Who knows, man? I, I don't. I don't know what Artie's into, but I mean, we we obviously know that as a, at the last half decade, it's not winning. Yeah, winning is definitely not his uh, strong suit. Although, if we do anything good, though, Roger is uh, very first to uh, uh, point it out that it was all Artie. So, if we do anything, you know, we go on a ten-game winning streak. Artie Moreno is the heart of this team. They feel his presence in the clubhouse. And in those suites, and they just want to win for him. Yeah, right. He talks about him like he's some kind of like you know the Ave Marias. Yeah, playing or he talks like he's some kind of like 
you know, guardian angel. No, we're not talking about Tyler Skaggs or Nick Aidenhart <laughs> or even Luis Valbuena. We're talking about Artie freaking Moreno. Yep. Sprinkling his little fairy dust on the players so they can hit home runs and make catches. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting <sighs> for the day that like Artie Moreno, like it turns out that he was linked up to like some like multi-level marketing scheme or like a Ponzi scheme. And then he like goes to jail. Yeah, or at least it's or at least it's so embarrassing to the league that that's why I was hoping this thing with Anaheim would be more prevalent. You know, if that was actual Los Angeles, it'd be a story. You know, the mayor resigning and everything else like that, and then already, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever. Not here. Like, We're good. Yeah, it's like, eh, whatever. Do you want to be the mayor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I heard there's a new Sonic coming to town. <laughs> that gets more <laughs> more pop. Yeah. Oh, do you want to be the mayor? And they're like, you? No, me. <laughs> you you can be the mayor. The point of like, they pour it like Gooby. He's like, oh, I don't even live here. I know people are like, wait, we have a mayor? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I've always wondered how, how, like, how much mayors actually do. I always just thought like mayors just kind of like, you know, go cut ribbons for movie theaters. You know, maybe only sign like one forehead of a baby compared to like presidents that do it like all day long. And like, that's it. Yeah. Like you know, maybe occasionally like say some kind of like sad speech <sighs> of like you know like oh you know, uh this police officer died today oh you know so sad and that's like they're off like the next six weeks because like too much of an emotional bit. Maybe I'm wrong. It depends. I think it depends on the city. If you're if yeah, that's you're, fair. If you're in a big city, the mayor does a lot. If you're in a small city, you don't even know who the guy was. I didn't even know who the mayor for Anaheim was until they showed him on TV, you know, with the scandal stepping down. So yeah. there's certain mayors you just don't, eh, you know. I knew who he was. I, I wanted him to win only because I knew he was like, I, I think he was the guy who had like the Angels logo in his, in his thing, in his uh, campaign sign. Oh, I didn't even know. So yeah, I'm like, and he didn't even he, he didn't even like lean my political way. I mean, I'm pretty independent. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty down the center with things, but I mean, you know, I, I have my biases, and obviously, the Angels is my biggest one. I'm like, what? You got my vote? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is a really bad guy. He's done really, really bad things. I'm like, but he likes the Angels. <laughs> He's my I'm kind like, of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all. He's in. He's in a losers too. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> well, speaking of that, it's been an interesting show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about any of the series, but I mean, what is there to talk about? We won one game against the Royals, whoop de doo It was a big game. They scored a lot of runs, and it didn't help them win the first game in the World Series, and it probably won't help them win the rest of the series. So Exactly. I mean, uh, well, actually, we won the Braves. We, we won one against the World Champs. That's what I said. We won one game. It was like, what, 9-1? to one, is what Oh, I yeah, I thought you said the Royals. My bad. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, we lost today against the Royals is what I said. It didn't help us win today. Yeah, okay, gotcha, my bad. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's only two games left for the Royals. Uh, they we'll win it. tomorrow. We'll win today at the time this is released because probably Chris's birthday. Oh, yeah, we have to win for the birthday, boy. Absolutely. Yeah. The DJ party. He'll be monkeying around tomorrow. Here we go with this shit again. <laughs> So just check uh, Rally Chris's page for what time you want to hear your favorite DJ on because he's going to have several <laughs> DJs on tomorrow. Uh, so uh, I wouldn't say favorite. Which? Uh, well, okay, well I've got one that I'm going to be listening to between one and three. What is it? It's the it's the one with uh he has a fox in his name. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so so I'm going to go for that one. Todd's going to be in his truck. Do, 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 do. They're playing my song, bitches. Yeah, right. They're like, why is this, this semi-trick swerving so much, Todd's all? <laughs> I'm all fishtailing on the road. Yeah, right. It's all right. Where you drive, it's a two-lane highway, so it really won't matter that much. There shouldn't be anybody in the so- shoulder. And if they are, get wrecked. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> Yeah. Or right, so I'll I'll leave you with this question then before we log out. Okay. But at the current rate we're at, do you legitimately think that by the time we hit September, the team will already be mathematically eliminated, or will they kind of do what they normally do? Like, well, maybe they'll go on a little bit of a winning streak and then just kind of flirt enough to get back into the conversation and then collapse as per you know the last couple of years, or do you think it'll just be over like it is now and just you know? I don't I don't see any kind of spike in this team. I really don't. Um I think by if you're not already done by August, shame on you as a fan. <laughs> I mean, you got more heart than I do. September is just going to be uh, let's just I mean, play the games out, really. I mean, the only thing I'm going to watch I think I'll only be jazzed up to watch them in September to see what the kids can do if they have any kids that are going to perform. I mean, I, they're going to be mathematically dead uh, or uh, you know, out of it and they're going to be playing dead. I, I just don't see a winning streak out of this team. I just don't. Yeah, I I, I hope you're wrong for, for just for our sake. It'd be nice to just cover like another like week of just decent baseball. I'm killing for just like two or three solid series in a row. I'm not talking about sweeps. I'm just talking about, hey, let's win two, let's win two out of three, two out of three, two out of three, two out of three. Great. And if we suck the rest of the year, I mean, that's what we were expecting anyway. You know, but I mean, when we're talking about guys like, you know, VR and, you know, the goose coming back and uh, who is that guy? We just Harrison or whatever. Monta Harrison. Harrison's came back. You got uh, you got uh, what do you call it? Captain Jack could be eligible to play again. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm just kind of tired about like this being like what we talk about. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's tiring. I'm kind of over it. I've never once in my life had the thought creeping in my mind of, man, I kind of want baseball season because baseball is all I care about. You watch football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to force myself to watch football mm-hmm. this year. But I mean, I haven't consistently watched a football season in like 10 years. And my heart just hasn't been in it anymore. You know, I kind of watch hockey, but not enough like I care about. Like baseball is what I care about. Yeah, And the fact that I've even had that thought creep into my mind and we barely passed the all-star break should tell you everything you need to know. You know, I don't care. Like, why are you wearing paper bags? You know, like we still got some baseball left. Yeah, sure. We have some baseball left, but do we really, like you said, do we really have any fight left? We don't. Yeah. And that's the most depressing thing. Like I'm already, you know, with me not watching basketball anymore and my team's sucking in football this year, I'm, I'm actually like, uh, I'll watch football because I could watch other teams, not necessarily my own, because I know we're going to suck. But I'm actually jazzed up for hockey. I'm like, all right, let's do it, Ducks. Let's get back to let's get back to work already. If you guys already, can you come back already? Because you know, at least that's a young, fun team. Uh, yeah, at least there's some development opportunity there. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you know, they crapped the bed the last month of the season, but uh, but but I think they're gonna be better this year and and. Right now, I mean, I, I'm like you, dude. Baseball is my favorite sport. I don't want to check out of it early, but they're forcing me out. They're yeah. forcing me to be so apathetic and just not care. Yeah, I mean, that's how I am with 
with like my coyotes for hockey. Like here's the thing, like they're in the middle of a rebuild, but their ownership acknowledged they're having a rebuild. I can live with that. Yeah. I can live with the, we're in the middle of a deep rebuild. We'll be good in like five years. Sure. That's a long period, but they're like, Oh, well in five years, we'll start making the playoffs in the next and five years after that, we're hoping to win consistent Stanley cups. I can live with that. Cause there's a plan. You know what I mean? They're trading assets and in, in hockey, you can trade draft picks. You can't in baseball. It's just a compensation pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, at least there, like the fact that they've made these trades and they, they drafted like, what was like 13 players this draft, which is crazy because of all the trades they made next year. They have like six second round picks. Like there's a plan there. I can live with the plan and I can live with sucking knowing that there's something happening. What I hate is this constant like flux of we're trying to contend, but we're not contending. We're going to pick 10 through 15 again. That's what I hate about the angels. If you're going to tank tank, if you're going to try to contend, try to contend. Don't try to pick Jonathan VR, you know, out of the bargain bin and hope that he's going to perform here in Anaheim. We have never, ever, 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 ever times infinity been the place where people come to resurrect their careers. Mm-hmm. It's usually the latter. So exactly. They come here, they suck, they end up somewhere else. Some of them perform again. Some of them don't. Yeah. And like I said on the other episode, it's just amazing to me the few players that have left this team, with the exception of a couple. But I mean, uh, Inglasius, you know, hit good before he got here, sucked last year, and look at what he's doing in Colorado. You know, it, there's no, there's no coincidence there, bro. I mean, play this organization from top to bottom needs a rebuild, including coaching staff. So, well, we'll get that this offseason is my guess for sure. Not exactly a hot take, but yeah. All right. All right. Any closing remarks that you want to mention going out? No. Just, uh, you know, hey, enjoy the rest of the season for what it is. Don't watch Angels baseball hoping we win. But, you know, hey, enjoy watching Otani play because I can tell you one thing. Whether he gets traded or not this offseason or this trade deadline, I don't think we have very many more games of seeing Otani. I think he'll write his contract out until after arbitration is over and hits free agency. But I don't think he's going to resign, honestly, at the current rate. So enjoy watching him play what we can. Yep, exactly. And if uh, same thing with Syndergaard, his time here is limited. So yeah. go Angels and uh, by far send in your, uh, to jazz things up, <clears throat> please send in your favorite role-playing uh, costume. Oh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Let us please know don't. what you're into. Yeah, please don't. I'm in a people dressed up as Roger Lodge. <laughs> I'm into John Stamos. Oh, Johnny boy, your underwear smells just like the day we lived together. Oh, Oh, Aunt Becky. I can smell your hair in the wind as you ride my handlebars down Catella. (laughs) Good night, everybody.